Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Yvonne Mason. No, we didn't have a show last night. It would have been the beginning of our week, but unfortunately our guest had a family conflict, but we will be bringing her back. That was Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cindy Lauper. And when I picked this song for this show, I deliberately picked it because of my guest because she and I have so much fun on this show. She's one of my favorite people in the world. And when I picked it, I didn't realize that some books that we will talk about later that she has released, this song sort of fits her main character in an odd sort of way. So, but before we get started with our wonderful, wonderful guest, I got I got to bring you guys up to speed. I only had one show last week because I went out of town, and then we didn't have a show Wednesday night. So, in the midst of running all the numbers and everything, ladies and gentlemen, we are at 98,413 listeners just on this show. Now, just let that sink in for a moment. 98,413 listeners. 
We are only 1,587 listeners away from 100,000 listeners just on this show. Doesn't include all the podcasts, just this show. That is absolutely amazing for this show to only be almost two years old. And Australia, thank you, because you are our biggest listening base. And several times a week I get messages from some of the guests that have been on this show and they're saying, Yvonne, my books are selling in Australia now. So thank you guys very, very much for your support for our authors here in the States and beyond. And, and as reciprocity as, as happens, and see, I can't pronounce that word tonight because I've had no sleep and I can't talk. But if you haven't heard the Teskey Brothers, go look them up. They are a blues band out of Australia, and if I didn't know better, I would say they were on Bourbon Street. Because you roll up Eric Clapton and Johnny Lang and B.B. King and Otis Redding and Robert Johnson and, and some of the old blues singers, and you roll them up into a nice, neat package, and you have the Teskey Brothers. They can be found everywhere. Their music is absolutely outstanding. Now, if you want to get on this show but yet you're kind of afraid to be interviewed because when you have over almost 200,000 listeners with all the podcasts plus the show, you think, well, it'll make me nervous. No, it won't. Trust me, it won't. Five minutes and you're, you you won't even know you're on the radio. You can contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com. Now, I will tell you, I am already filling up the month of August. I am full until the month of August, and it is filling up fast. I, I expect I will have the year completely filled up within the next three or four months. So if you want to be on the show, contact me now. Also, you can be a sponsor on this show. You can send in an ad, and I will run it for a month. Forever, how many shows I have in that month, I will run your ad. And I'm, I don't want to get rich on this. I just want to keep paying it forward. So for $10 for an entire month, I will run your ad. And we have a lot several sponsors now from from folks that love the show and and we run their ads and I want to read one of our sponsors ads her name is Cece Chamberlain she's absolutely fantastic and she has a podcast called Inside Your Life with Cece which is a motivational and passionate conversation Cece interviews people who are living their true purpose whether it be a professional boxer an author or a history enthusiast she strives to give you hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. So download, subscribe, and listen as she guides you to pursue your dreams and for you to live your best life. This fantastic show is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere where podcasts are available. So check out Miss Chamberlain. She is absolutely marvelous. Now, before we pay any more bills, we are going to introduce our guest, who's been on here a couple of times before, and every time she comes on here, it seems like the hour flies by. P.A. and author Virginia Johnson is a mom to two beautiful children, and she lives in Minnesota. Any spare time is spent watching TV, reading, Facebooking, and spending time with her friends. And a love for reading and writing was a new concept for Virginia. She didn't like to read or write. Because before the Twilight Rave and a need to know the ending after Eclipse was released in theaters, Virginia preferred to watch the movie or convince a friend to read the book for her and then give her the cliff notes. But needing to know the story of a random homeless man that she encountered on a freeway exit ramp was the only reason she began writing in the first place. Soulless nights spawned from that unknown story and a dare from her friends. Virginia is not one that takes a dare lightly. She has expanded her love for books by planning and hosting the Tampa Indie Author Book Convention, and as a co-owner of the Indie Book, Cho Book Channel on YouTube, the opportunity to help others experience books and events that they otherwise couldn't has helped her to share her passion for the indie community. Virginia's had the pleasure of working with some of her favorite authors, street teams, beta reading, and cover modeling were what led her to the world of writing. She has been, and she currently, she released Solus Nights, and which, Revenge, a short story, and then, <laughs> since, 
since I've talked to her the last two times, she's released so much. We're just going to get right into it. Welcome, my friend. I am so glad you're here. Thank you for having me again. You are welcome. Now, was that song not the right song for this show? I was perfect for this show. <laughs> it really was. Because, ladies and gentlemen, Virginia's like me. If you don't want to know the answer, don't ask a question. Because not only will she answer it, but she will answer it very colorfully. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't censor or filter well. (laughs) Well, but that's okay. We're we're artists. We don't have to. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So, you, before we get into your books... No. I read a blog <laughs> that you wrote, and I yeah. went, I think I've been hiding under a rock. I've been living mm-hmm. in my own little world for the last eight or nine months, and I'm going, what the hell is going on? Now, ladies and gentlemen, this blog she wrote, I'm sitting here reading it, and my mouth is hanging open. Because I have I have pulled books down and and put them back up, but it was the same title. It might be a different cutoff. Same title, same name, same everything. But you wrote this blog, and a, if yeah. I'm reading it right, people are taking their books down, changing it to a pen name, changing the cover and the title, and putting it back up under another name as a new release. Correct. Oh, my word. Why? Uh-huh. Well, so we, we've got Click Farms. We already know that Amazon thinks that they're cracking down on them, and they're only getting worse. And we all know that, you know, sales are sales. KU pages are Kindle, or Kindle Limited pages are Kindle Limited pages. It is what it is. Um, and when you have a Click Farm, you can only make so much off the same book when you're getting your, your pages, correct? So Correct. What what this person is doing, and and I think I figured out the. I mean, in the in the blog, you'll see. Um, I, I narrowed it down to who I thought started the book originally, but it's hard to say that that's the exact one, only for the reason that it keeps coming down and being put up again a few months later under a different author's name, different name cover, and um, altogether a different blurb. But there were two books that she screwed up on and she used the names in both of the blurbs, which is what finally caught the attention of it. Now I only found this out because a reader had mentioned to me that she thought she'd read the same book twice and she was pissed. And so I said, well, find me, find me covers, find me examples and let me see what I can do with it. And so, you know, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm going to go dig in, which beware. I, I really shouldn't do these things. I found the same book. Um, I downloaded the sample, and it's the same exact book on the interior, with a different name, a different title, a different cover, a different series altogether, published under a different author. And if you look, all of the reviews are written by the same reviewers. Oh my so, goodness! Basically. They put the book up, they get their click farm to read the pages, they get paid for those pages, they pull the book down, they put it up under a different author's name, different title, different cover, get their click farm to read the pages, pull it down, put it up again, and they continue to do it over and over again to collect the, the page count money. So although people are saying, what's the big deal for those of us that are on KU, we get paid per page that's read. On a global fund. So if 100 pages are read, total, globally, and $100 goes into it, if one of those pages are mine, I get a dollar. But if I put the same book up three times and the same three pages are read, I get $3 and everybody else gets their their shorted cut. And then you get readers who stumble upon these books thinking, wow, that sounds like a good book, and then they're buying the same book more than once. So they're they're so, getting shafted. The reader is yeah. getting shafted. The reader is the one that's getting hurt, and then the authors that are publishing under KU are losing money. And this is just one example. There's, I'm sure there's tons more, 
I mean, I found three or four different titles that were done this way, but I mean, we all know we don't read long ass blogs. I did a short blog with an example and said, go ahead, look up all of these authors. And I think I named eight or 10 authors. You did. All of them. And, and, yeah. All of them have fact, the same books. Um, I'm going to, it, 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 the, it, the, um, and, and the body of her blog, ladies and gentlemen, she says, kill me now. Maybe we should take notes from a few of the following authors. Evelyn Glass, Catherine Thomas, April Lust, Paula Cox, Zoe Parker, Sophia Gray, Naomi West, Nicole Fox, Heather West, Claire St. Rose, mm-hmm. to name a few. And then she says, don't ask me who the real Slim Shady is, because that is a fucking mystery in itself. From what I can tell, Evelyn Glass seems to be the first name used to publish the story that I found first. I found two stories, both listed on Goodreads. Yeah, because they pulled them from Amazon, but not Goodreads. This is insane. We have a hard enough time in the indie community as it is getting out there and doing things the right way for this to happen. Yep. Yeah, and it's happening every day. And the book that I put on there that was on Amazon has probably been pulled down and put up under a different name by now. Under one of those authors' names. I bet if you looked under one of those authors' names, they've had a new release in the last three months, I think, since I posted that. Two months. This is wrong on so many levels. Yeah, and that isn't so bad. If you look up those authors, they've got, they have got massive fan count, friends, four thousand, five thousand friends. They've got fan groups. They've got websites. I mean, they have people that actually follow them individually, but they're not members of their own groups, so they don't share an actual reading community. You know what this does, Virginia? This gives the, and and what really pisses me off is. When I first published 11 years ago, we, quote-unquote, self-published authors were not accepted in the literary world. We had to claw our way to the top of the heap. And this yep. just pulls us back down into the manure pile because it's wrong. Well, that and it's giving the traditional published world, which is where we had to make our way into at the time. And like you said, 10 years ago, it was a little easier for me when I came into this world two and a half years ago. But yeah, 10 years ago, it was not easy to get into here because of that reason. And now anybody can publish and pull and publish and pull and publish and pull. And it does make us look bad for those of us that have values and morals and some sort of integrity left in our world, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I write with integrity. I am an author with integrity. I may be opinionated as fuck, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm loyal. I, I have integrity. I can't do things that other people can do. I can't. And watching I this happen, either. I also can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I no. will name drop. I will blast it out. I don't care. Well, well this, the the... When I first started, I started trying to get published in the in the middle 90s. And, of course, there was no such thing then as, as indie publishing. If you wanted to be self-published, you had to pay thousands and thousands of dollars and then wind up with all these books you would never sell. And it took me until 2007 to break out, and, and there were a group of us. And we all had integrity, and none of us would have done this for anything because every time we say, oh, you're self-published, and turn their nose up like we smell bad or something. All fought to to hold that integrity that we all should have, and then this comes along? Yeah. And it just Uh, stumbled in my lap one day. It was like, I'm bored. Like, I really need to update my blog, and... A reader messaged me and was like, can you find out more information on this? And I was like, meh, I'm bored. And within an hour, I had found everything I needed, everything. Like, it was there if you just looked. Like, anybody who'd stumbled through it, I mean, it was there. And I was shocked. So 
It's there. It's happening. It's bad. It's bad. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, when we sell our books, like on Kindle, Virginia's got some, I have some, and we sell them for pennies on the dollar. She has several at 99 cents. I have several at 99 cents. And we do that so that you, the reader, can afford to read them. Yep. But to, to do this to our to readers who, you know, reading is fun for them, but they, they can't afford thousands of dollars in books and then for them to spend. And 99 cents might not mean a lot to some people, but it might mean a lot to others and to double to pay mm-hmm. double for one book, basically, no. And there was, I, there was a reader who sent me the info and had legit bought the same book twice. It was the same book. And I, I, it was sad. It was sad. And she was upset. I mean, she was literally upset that this is happening. And it makes us all look bad. It does. And and I, I just couldn't sit back and be like, well... Maybe no. no. You use a name. You release it under deception. that same name. Yeah, this is theft by right. deception. Right. Oh, by far. Oh, my, I, I'm going through this, and I'm going. Oh yeah. What? And the more I read them, the, the, you know, I'm short on patience right now. Anyway, <laughs> and and I'm seeing, all, and I'm, there's steam coming out of the top of my head, and I'm going, oh. The monkeys do definitely need to fly. There, there needs to be some spells cast. If this woman loses her voices in her head for a while or something, because this is wrong on so many levels. It's morally wrong. It's ethically wrong, and it should be illegal. And she should be arrested and charged for theft by deception. No, yeah, I agree. One hundred percent. Uh-huh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is off the chain. It is Thursday night. I am your host, Yvonne Mason. I'm talking with author Virginia Johnson, and we're going to pay a few bills, and we'll be right back to talk about this theft by deception. Sometimes you see something which changes the course of your life forever. For Sam Holden, that something was the body of an abused dog on the side of the road, dumped there like garbage, without a name. Follow Sam as she becomes a vigilante for abused animals, always hunting for the monster who started it all. No matter where her cause leads her, she never forgets the faceless man who ignited her rage. When the two finally come together, who will survive? Doggone is the first in Diane Moat's thriller series, which reviewers are calling action-packed and suspenseful and hard to put down. Doggone can be found on Amazon Kindle. For all Diane Moat's other novels, check out her author page at com. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? <coughs> Are horses your new best friend? <coughs> Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree, it's a hoot. One. And Ramona, the lovable narcissist from the Woman's, Woman's Cave, Cave Podcast, inviting you to join us in person or streaming at the Inspirational Women in Literature Conference on March 17th. Get tickets to the conference, buy our books, or watch the TV show Just Right in Life at andwethought.com or thewomenscave.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade. And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and we are talking to PA and author Virginia Johnson. And we're talking about morally, ethically, and should be legally wrong 
authors in the indie community that are, by their very actions, trying to send us back down into the rabbit hole for the years that we have tried really hard to be ethical and to put our readers first. Virginia, when when you wrote this blog about these authors putting their books up, taking them down, and putting them up under a new name, what kind of response did you get? Um, it was huge, actually. My um, my blog saw more visits that day than it ever has. My website was just it was flooded. Um, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of um, people reading it, and and I wasn't so sure at first. You know, like I I kind of just write them and then drop them. Like, here you go, have fun. Um, but this one, I got messages from people. I got I got a really good feedback in regards to it that they couldn't believe that that kind of thing was happening in the indie community and that somebody was willing to call them out on it. So when one when one goes looking for a book, usually I will read the the blurb. Mhm. How how would an unsuspecting reader like happen to the 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 person that turns you on to this? How can one not fall into this trap. Your best bet is to, honestly, your best bet is to read into the non-favorable reviews. Because we always look at the good reviews. They're always the ones that are listed first. But if you read into more of the unfavorable reviews, that's where you're going to find the ones that are saying, I swear I read this book before. Or something to the extent of, wait a minute, I, the, this isn't an original story. You'll see something that could trigger it. And, and when I went through all the reviews, even the Goodreads one especially, and I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Goodreads. I kind of avoid that place like the plague, but it's an kind of necessary evil. Mm-hmm. Um, it's That's what the things you want to look for. Is, is don't, you know, all of us have bad reviews. We always have that one. Some of us have pissed more people off than others, like myself. Yeah. Or where you get that person that's like, well, I don't like her, so I'm going to go give some fake review. Uh Yawn, it did not finish. Like, really? That was your review? That was what you decided you were going to put on Amazon? Touche, lady. I know who you are. I'll find you. But anyway. Well, yeah, that that happened to me. The the girl, I I found her name and called her out. And, you know, nobody's named anonymous. Your parents just don't do that. Well, I found out who she really was, and I called her out. Well, then she yeah. put a, a review on one of my books that I threatened her life. Yeah, okay, lady. I don't make threats. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, Mine was part of that other blog about bad PAs. <laughs> she didn't like my bad PA blog too much. Anyway, but that's where you want to go. I did notice that when I dug deeper into the reviews, I found the correlation in the negative reviews. That, that's so just, that's your only way. Like, look at the negative so, reviews. If they're talking about it wasn't their story or it wasn't their kind of story, that's one thing. If you're actually seeing people saying, wait a minute, this may have been written before. Like, those are the ones you're like, you got to be really touchy. Maybe dig a little deeper into the author if you really want to read it. Or just look at the list I gave you because I'm pretty sure that's accurate. Actually, I know it's accurate okay. or I wouldn't have typed it. <laughs> they could also go and pull the sample down and read the sample, could they not? Absolutely. You can read both you know, read multiple samples. Um, because in the two books that I found that must have been in between pulling one and putting one, the samples were the same. So So ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of our community and Virginia and I both have a lot of integrity in the fact that we don't by end of this. So on behalf of the indie community, we apologize for the bad behavior of some that feel that they need to manipulate their readers and manipulate their books in order to A, sell more books and B, get more, I don't know, exposure. Well, they got a lot yeah, of exposure money. Tonight. Well, exposure too, because if they're getting more reviews, Amazon's going to continue to push their books. So, exactly. yeah, it's 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 one of everything. I mean, everything that this group of names, and I'm not going to say people because it's 
I believe it's one person, this group of names is doing is destroying the indie community one reader at a time and tearing apart the authors because, I mean, what, I mean, you probably got a Kindle Unlimited deposit for what, 76 cents the other day? I mean, it is what it is. It's not like we get hundreds of dollars a month. Like, I can't even buy a pack of gum. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, you know, like I'm really not too concerned about the pennies I'm losing, but at the same time, somebody else is stealing them. So that's a little different. That's where my, that's where I get a little and, more and on the irritated it's, side it's, of things. And it's the integrity of this community. We, over the last 15 years, have worked so long and so hard and so diligently to produce a good product, to produce a good name. And to say, yes, we belong in the literary world after centuries of having people turn their nose up at us like we smell bad, to have one person try to tear it all down simply by being selfish and greedy. Yep. Oh, but don't worry, then you get people like me who write things like, fuck, shit. (laughs) And I love you for it. I do. I do. <laughs> I mean, and, and ladies and gentlemen, in this community, we are very tight-knit. A, we, we, we don't feel like we compete with each other. We support and encourage each other. But we also monitor each other. And when something like this happens, yeah, we're the first ones online to say, oh, wait a minute. This is not going to happen because we are not putting up with it. Right. So if and, you, and if before want, anybody can say that, it, yeah, before anyone can say that I did this to compete with somebody, or because I wanted to attack somebody, there are MC books. I write MC. So yes. this person's books has zero to do with me or my competition in any way, shape, or form. It's strictly integrity. It is an MC book. I do not write MC, nor have I ever. So throwing that out there real quick. So if you want to go and read the full blog, you go to um, author Virginia Johnson and you pull up the blog on her page under blogs, New Book or Amazon Manipulation, you decide. And when you read this, you will also want to find this woman and adjust her attitude real quick because this, no, we, we do not tolerate that in this community. So let's get on with the amazing Virginia, because <laughs> she. Oh, and 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 that leads us into <laughs> that stupid act. Yeah, let's go into integrity real quick. <laughs> she told me about before the show. Now Virginia wrote five books, right? There's five now. Yes. Yes. Okay. What she did is is the the series is called Bad Words Made Funny Book, and mm-hmm. there's five words and there's five books. Now I'm gonna let you pick up this story and tell <laughs> about the books and then tell what happened because that's another lack of integrity and character. Oh, good lord, we're surrounded by stupid people. So continue, my friend. <laughs> well. Yeah. Okay. So I, it all started, um, back our, um, our fan group had started a discord channel and it's a gamers channel where we can all sit around and talk and bullshit. And and it was fun. And one of my fans and our fans from our group said, you know what, Jenny, I think it would be hilarious if you just wrote, I would buy it. She's like a book. Just, just with the word fuck in it, just over and over again. I think it would be the funniest thing ever. You should do it. So I was like, yeah, that would be funny. And then she said, and I was talking to my PA, and I was like, well, maybe. And she's like, Jenny, she dared you to do it. You kind of have to do it now because I don't turn down dares. And so I was like, yeah, but I can't just write and publish a book called Fuck and then just have an entire thing of fuck in it. it. You just can't do it. So I um, I thought about this. Like, okay, so I'm going to write this, and I did it in one night. And it was basically my rant on the word fuck, how to use it, when it should be used, all in a very sarcastic and witty way. So there's 
scenarios. <laughs> There's <laughs> uses and words, like how you can use it as a noun or a verb or a, it doesn't matter. Whatever. It's a universal word. Everyone uses it. Get over it. But then I thought maybe people want to know how to say it in another language because my PA is from the Netherlands and she tried teaching it to me and I didn't get it, but I wanted to know how to say fuck. <laughs> so I said, well, maybe I'll just teach everyone how to say it in a different language. So that's how my book started. So you get a really good rant about the word and, and how to use it, scenarios in which you would use it. And then you get it in 40 different languages. And in some cases, you get my opinion on what that language is really trying to tell you or what I found when I tried researching the word. Um, and I released it. And that was probably my biggest panic day of my life was the day I hit publish. Because you, you release this book that's, 1,500 words. I would do it for free, but they won't let me on Amazon. So I charged 99 cents. And I thought, well, if anyone's going to get away with this, I'm going to. So whatever. <laughs> and I had one. I mean, the author I partner with, Kyle, was like, you should pull this down. People are going to rage. <laughs> like, they're going to be pissed if they spend 99 cents on this book. <laughs> so I was like, well, I put in the blurb, it's your fault. I'm telling you not to buy this book. Like, just don't. Nobody should own it. You don't learn anything from it. There's no educational value. But it's my biggest seller. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I sell that book to random people on Facebook that even want paperback. Because if you buy the paperback, you also get, like, these little kindergarten how to, like, write it lines on it. Oh, yeah. It's interactive. And so I wrote, I released it. Well, then my cover designer, or one of my cover designers from Anytime Author Promotions, humored me and sent me covers for shit, bitch, asshole, moist. Um, I have other ones. One of them I'm only releasing in Australia because it's not an okay word to use here. <laughs> Um, I have cock, dick chaser, dick chaser's coming. I mean, I've got, I've got covers for just about everything. Any bad word you can think of that I could make fun of, I've got a cover for it. And it's going to be released. All part of the series because it was such a huge success because people thought it was funny. And the ones that didn't think it was funny, it was like, you know what? That's fine. You don't know me. You don't know what I'm writing. That's fine. This isn't really a... Everybody should read it. My blurb clearly says you shouldn't. Why yeah, would you does. read it? It does. <laughs> it clearly you're... says this is the book you don't want to own. You should not own this book. <laughs> but it, everybody but owns it. People are so curious. You tell them they can't. And they're going to. Yeah, but you know, I was actually honest with them. Like this wasn't a, a marketing ploy. This was a be careful, don't rage at me, like, don't hate me because you spent 99 cents on this, this is strictly for your humor, this is not for me, I would totally make it free if they would let me. <laughs> anyway, now I've got five books released, and I released uh, Bitch at the, early, the beginning of February, and Asshole on the 14th, because that was my Valentine's Day gift to the world. And then <laughs> you've got... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord, it gets better, ladies and gentlemen. She gets a message from someone, tell them what this person wanted to do and what the end result was. So I got a message from somebody who wanted to do a spinoff of my books. Um, you know, because when, when I released Fuck, I got feedback from authors that was opposite what I thought I would get because I thought I would get rage. I got genius like this is genius I should have done this myself so it became kind of a you know what if you re if you've read them you'll want to read more well I um I made I made fuck free for two days and uh a lot of people read it and I got a message from another author who wanted to do a spinoff of it and it, at the time I thought okay that would be kind of cool, you know, a, a spinoff of my books. I guess what I didn't, ex you know, he said I could do the forward and all this other stuff. What I didn't expect, I guess, was 
a complete replica, format and all, minus sarcasm and wit. So I, I took back what I'd said, which was go ahead and, and do your, your spinoff, and said I'll take a shout out, but I don't, I don't want, don't take my forward out. Like this is your series then. And uh, it was released. And without me knowing it was released, I got messages from readers like, for real, I bought this book, and it's your book, and you might want to do something about this. And the fact that I had, I really wasn't, I wasn't prepared for it to be an exact replica. I was kind of prepared for it to be a spinoff. I was, um, I was kind of shocked myself. So I'm not sure what's going to happen at this point because it just happened today. But if you saw it or bought it, I'm sorry. I don't endorse it. I did not write it. It is not my book. My book has abs on it. <laughs> Lots of abs, and all of, my and all of my covers look the same. So if you're asking if it's mine and I wrote it, I did not write that book. I wrote all of the ones with the same covers on them. The Bad Word series is mine. And and the, and again, ladies and gentlemen, this this goes back to lack of integrity and 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 what some authors will do. They're either not talented enough or or they lack self confidence to do their own thing. So they integrate others' writings as their own. We do not endorse that in this community. We will help another author till the cows come home. But when someone deliberately steals another's work, that's wrong. It 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 that's not us. So like Virginia said, if you got that book and it's not by Virginia Johnson, she didn't write it. It's it's the I didn't. Other you know, and that's my only concern is that I did get messages about did you write this book? Or I know you didn't write this book. No, I didn't write that book. Yes, my my, it says I endorsed it. I've asked to have that removed before. Um, I just it I. It was it was a replica. It really was. It was a complete replica of my books. And I'm sorry to my readers and fans who may have bought it or read it and think it was me. That's not me. If you've read my books before, you would know that that wasn't my book. But I, I'm I'm supportive to the point. Yeah, and, and and was supportive to the point, even in the indie world. If you you know, I don't I don't own the rights to telling you how to say a, a word in forty languages. That's I mean, it's like a, a romance versus a romance. I'm not stupid. So when it came up, it was like, well, I don't really hold the rights to these words. You can do whatever you want. You know, I did. You can. I guess as of today, I did not expect a replica. Like, I mean, this thing's formatted the same way my books are. See, and and that within itself tells me all he did was copy and paste and take out the sarcasm. Kind of. I mean, and that's the only thing, that was my only issue with it. Like, great guy, great author, friend. I was kind of tossed only because my readers thought it was mine. And I'm like, this isn't my book. Let's let's pay another bill, and we're going to come back and talk about your other new book. So hold on, everyone. Ooh, the new one. <laughs> Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deeprose completes the trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven as they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder who's who. The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to 
being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead. Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions. Order your copy today. We are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and my wonderful, wonderful guest, Virginia Johnson. If you have not yet read her books, the woman is so wicked. She is just absolutely hysterical. She's one of my favorite people on this earth. And, and when I was feeling kind of down when I was doing the show, and it's not been a good six months, and she just picked me right up, and now I feel like I'm on top of the world. So thank you, my darling friend. I appreciate Anytime. that. And, and yes, Anytime. she has agreed to come and co-host her. Just if I have a free night, just call up and say, Virginia, get on the phone with me. We're going to do a show. She'll do it. Drop a hat. She don't care. Yep, I'm in. <laughs> she's, in she's in for a lot of things. So let's talk about the um, yes. the new books that you've got out, the the Aspen Secret books. But you also did okay. one that I before we do that one though, Infamous Hearts. I was looking at that one. Yes. I'm going, what in the world is this child talking about? Oh, let me tell you about this lovely book because this one will be an easy one. It's a it's an anthology. Um. Um, a, a friend of mine, um, Yolanda Olson, she's um, and another author, one of my, I mean, she's really the reason I got into a lot of this writing and reading, and she's been a huge support for me on that end at the very beginning. Um, you know, she really wanted to do an anthology to support Joyful Hearts Foundation, which is, um, it, it supports um, the domestic abuse and sexual assault victims. That need help. Yeah. And so she really wanted to do an anthology that would help them. And, you know, as a survivor of, of some of those things, and I've had to go vocal with that in the past, it's, um, I was totally down. Like, whatever she wanted, whatever she needed, whatever story she wanted, I would write one. And so she came to me one day and she's like, want to do this anthology? I was like, what are we doing? She's like, pick an infamous couple from the past. And either fix their story <laughs> or rewrite it. So you're like, wow, that's really cool. I'm like, give me some ideas. What kind of couples? Because I am not a history buff at all. So she says, you know, something like Bonnie and Clyde, Romeo and Juliet. And, of course, I'm thinking, I got Romeo and Juliet in the bag. I saw the movie. Let's do that one. <laughs> so I picked Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, <laughs> this book has got some of the most amazing characters in it. You're going to love it. I mean, Marilyn Monroe, Jackie O, and, and John F. Kennedy, um, Cleopatra, um, I mean, name it. There's, I mean, it, it, and they're amazing, like, characters. But what we had to do was rewrite their stories. So fix their problem or rewrite it. My story, <laughs> my poor story because I'm thinking Romeo and Juliet, easy, right? You're gonna Wrong. fix Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm not I'm not a literary buff, but by any means, at the same time, I don't want Shakespeare haunting me. Like he put up with DiCaprio, that was probably enough. <laughs> so I decided to watch the movie again, the DiCaprio version, because the other one's just way too that's uh, too ancient for me. I can't do that. So I pop the DiCaprio version on my laptop, and I'm watching, and they mention Rosaline. I'm like, who the hell is Rosaline? Where'd she come from? <laughs> if you don't know anything about Romeo and Juliet, do a little bit of research on Rosaline, or I'll help you out real fast. Rosaline was actually Juliet's cousin, in which Romeo was in love with, or crushed on, but she turned him down because all he wanted to do was basically procreate with a beautiful woman because back in the 1500s, that's what you did. You chose your mate based on beauty. Uh -huh. So Romeo wanted Rosaline. She took a vow of celibacy, which of course 
he was not cool with. So he left. He went to Juliet's ball to find Rosaline, being she was Juliet's cousin, in which he fell in love with Juliet in the same night. My story is called The Wrath of Rosaline. (laughs) So I basically took Romeo and Juliet and rewrote it in a way that everything that happened to those two could have been done by her in a very dark way. You're so evil. I know, but it took me forever to figure that out because every time I Googled them, I found out something else. I'd written the entire story before I found out she was a cousin. (laughs) Anyway, to give you an idea, that's kind of how these stories are developed. Many of them are written from, I know there's one story of of a serial killer couple that's written from the victim's point of, one of the victim's point of views. Um, I mean, this is, yeah, this book is probably one of the best anthologies I've ever read. And I've done three other anthologies. This one, I mean, the authors in it um, are amazing. Like if you can get, if you find this book, it's on Amazon, it's called Infamous Hearts. Um, It's, it's amazing. It really is. So pick that one up. That book is coming soon. It releases on March 3rd. So real quick. Tell about your series. My series. So I have um, Aspen Secrets. That started with an anthology story. Um, Revenge was in Doctrine of Indecency. You can pick that up free on Amazon, too. Um, it was 5,000 words that I had to write, and I, tur- I wrote it about a girl who basically was a serial killer, um, and she fought for love. And she couldn't wasn't actually in love, but fought for it. And... Uh, my, my my fans liked my couple so much, and I don't want to say couple, friends, people, my characters so much, they demanded more. So I wrote Vindicate um, and included Revenge in it, and that was the story of Aspen um, getting through, you know, I think she killed like eight people in 80 pages. It was a mess. <laughs> um, then we went to Expiate, which is the second in the series, and they're all novellas. But Expiate takes you kind of through um, Aspen's rectifying her actions. Um, so why did she do what she did, getting more of her backstory and, and fixing it? Um, but there was really no, no closure to it because I wanted cessation, which all of these words obviously mean what their book is doing. So Vindicate was revenge and, you know, justifying actions. And Expiate was about, you know, um, basically expiating your sins, you know, doing what you had to do, and then cessation, which is the final end. And that's the one that's releasing next Wednesday. Um, I'm super lucky. (laughs) Let me tell you how lucky I am that I have a cover designer in my back pocket. So when I said I just need a cover, it was done. Um, I have my way awesome editor, Shelby West, who I know is listening. And uh, she got the story this morning to have it edited by tonight. So I can get it uploaded to Amazon. Um, but this is going to be the story of why for both of them, um, which will also lead into another series because Ethan, the gentleman in my book, um, is getting his own series eventually. So they're my they're my newest characters. <laughs> you have been so busy, and see, ladies and gentlemen, she's also putting together the Tampa Indie Authors Book convention in tampa in july mm-hmm. and she's july also 14th and come, 15th see and she's also agreed to come back and play with me all i have to do is say virginia please come play and she'll come play because she's like that she she loves this show i do so, real quick my darling tell these lovely folks where you can be found so they can no y'all cannot go get her books now you've got to wait a few minutes we're not done here i tell you what this crowd they're a hard crowd I'm, they're a hard crowd I'm gonna tell, you. So, tell them where you can be found um, and where your books can be found all of my books are on amazon um kindle unlimited i still have faith in that service um, all my books are on Amazon, so it's Virginia Johnson, and all of my books, books can also be, I believe most of them, are all on my website at authorvirginiajohnson.com, 
Um, otherwise, you can find me on Facebook, um, Virginia, I think it's under Virginia Johnson as well, author Virginia Johnson, and Twitter at author V Johnson. And pretty much anywhere else, name it, find a place, you'll find me there. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty much everywhere. If it has to do with and, Amazon, you never know. And you do want to hook up with her because she's absolutely an amazing person, both as an author and as a as a person within herself. Because she she will help authors to the nth degree. At the at sometimes at her own detriment. I'm gonna have to reeducate her here on some things, but bless her heart. <laughs> that's, that's just Virginia. That's why we love her. Tomorrow night um, on the show, we have author Miranda Lynn, and then Saturday night we have um, a new author who shall remain a mystery until Saturday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And don't hang up when we go dark, but I want to thank mm-hmm. you for, for spending an hour with me. I don't know where it's gone. It's completely flown by like our hour always does. It's, we have, um, we didn't even touch on half the stuff I wanted to talk That's why you got to come back. <laughs> you just tell me when and I will be here <laughs> See, she and I never run out of things to talk about So join us tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time When we interview author Miranda Lynn And then again Saturday night When we interview a mystery Nior author So, mm, should be interesting mm. Now, y'all all know that I, I say some things at the end of the show And I truly believe in them especially in light of what has happened over the past few days. And we do one of two things in adversity. We either grieve, heal, and move on, or we stand still and we stagnate and die. I've had enough upheaval in my life in the last few years that I refuse to just stand still and stagnate and die. It's it, One has to to move on because if one doesn't, then the lives that we lost, were for nothing. So with that being said, when you look in the mirror in the morning, don't say I feel special today. No. You say I am special because if you just feel special, you will never be special. The difference between who you are today and who you want to be is in what you do. So if you want to be somebody different tomorrow than you are today, then you need to change what you are doing. And if you want to achieve greatness, don't do like the the two people that we talked about tonight. Don't do that. Just stop asking permission and go out and create your own greatness because you have something to offer. Your smile is your logo. Your personality is your business card. And how you leave others feeling after having had an experience with you, ladies and gentlemen, that is your trademark. And the two people we discussed tonight, what they have done, that is their trademark now. People will forget your name, they will forget what you look like, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. And I can tell you right now that the gentleman that replicated Virginia's book, he did not make her feel well. The author that has changed her name 50 times, the same book up and taken it down and putting it up, she has not endeared readers to her. So remember, the way that you make people feel is your trademark. They will remember that forever. So don't be that person. Because when you are that person, you cheat yourself in the long run. Virginia, would that be a fair statement? Yes, 100%. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say that we have enjoyed your company tonight. We hope to see you again tomorrow night here on Off the Chain because we never know what the conversation is going to go. It just goes where it chooses, like the books we write. But join us tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time when we will be interviewing author Miranda Lynn. She's been on before. We can't wait to talk to her again. And Virginia, go and check out her books because she is one hilarious author and one hilarious person. Hook up with her on Facebook and with that being said, Miss Virginia Johnson and I wish you a wonderful, wonderful good evening. And we hope to see you tomorrow.
Okay. You know, I'm going to put this up on the page oh, yeah. and it goes into archives and tag you in it. Yep. And, and do you know that we're now on our heart radio? I saw that. That's awesome. Yes. I will put that link up too. But in, in, we're on Stitcher, we're on iTunes and YouTube and Spreaker and SoundCloud and MixCloud and Podcast.com and Podcast Garden, FM.com, TuneIn Radio, and Our Heart Radio. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I saw the Our Heart, My Heart Radio one. I was pretty impressed. I was like, wow, look at that. <laughs> so now y'all are all famous. <laughs> Right? So, and, and we're, we're on podcasts that I don't even put us up on. Somebody else does. I oh, found that's us awesome. all over the place. Yeah, I found us all over the place. So, <laughs> as I said, karma is a bitch. Yes. <laughs> there is a message yes. to my madness in everything that I do. <laughs> oh, man. I haven't even had a chance to talk talk about what that guy did to me yet i was like what the hell just happened so see you got to talk about we got to talk about the other lady and yes it it will come back to bite them in the butt it definitely will. i actually bought his book just to find out if all my stuff had been taken out of it <laughs> and it, and it wasn't <laughs> and i found the message when i said dude remove it this one's yours enjoy Oh my lord! And he did. So I'm giving him about 48 hours to get it out of his book because I figured that's how long it's going to take for him to fix the file and re-upload it to Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. And and if he doesn't, what you do is you put the cover of his book up and you put your forward up and you say, "I have asked him repeatedly to take this forward out because I do not endorse this book." Yeah, you see, this is where I've got to be really careful because he's also an attending author at the Tampa signing. Do so you I can't really make it look want, like I'm. But you're not. No. Do you really no, want. No, this is. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Kyle would even support me in saying we don't need him. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. Because you know what uh-huh. it, it's, it's going to do? It's going to give the indie community a bad name. And you don't. If if he chooses not to come, that's on him. If he's got the character to take your name out and say, you know, yeah, I did that, and I'm sorry. Right. right. We don't want the words. Then okay, fine. But if he continues to to after you've asked him to take your name out, if that tells me. He's well, I told him to thing. take it out back. I told him to take it out back on the twelfth because okay. I already had it's, asshole written. And see, and here and it I, is. Ten days he releases later. it now, today, knowing darn well that he published it two days ago because that's how long it takes for a day to get it up. Yeah, I know darn well he knew what he was doing. Like, he, oh, sure he did. Just remove it. And, but he needs he my did. name to publish it. I know he does. There he needs go. it to promote it, and that's the sad there part. That's go. what I don't want people to buy it and go, Jenny, seriously. And and <laughs> that that tells me a either has no imagination on his own. B, he has no character, and C, uh-huh. you don't want that type of person at your event. Nope. So I can't imagine he's going to show anyway. <laughs> Not after I don't that. know. He may, have a, he may have a pair that's, you know, 10 feet wide. Who knows? Yeah, I doubt it. It isn't going to be pretty. All I, that's all I know. I know Kyle's even worse than I am. I mean, you've talked to him. He's, yep. he's, yeah, he's he's worse than me, so I'm pretty sure this guy tries to pull anything. I'll just be like, get out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not happening. Not nope. happening. Well, yep. go and, so, and have right. a wonderful, wonderful evening, my darling, and thank you so, thank so you. much. I can't wait to do yes, this Yes, anytime. Really, anytime you need me, just. Drop me a message. Be like, hey, someone backed out. I'm totally down to talking with you again. <laughs> well, we have so much I always fun. have something written. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> oh, the just wait for my next blog. You'll love it. Oh, Lord, send me the link. Oh, oh this one. This one's taking a little bit more more depth, but there's one of those one of those indie authors out there that uh, is a convicted sex offender uh, for molesting children. 
living under a pen name who's also running GoFundMe accounts uh, one after another to basically support her income. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, I can't wait for this one because I'm going to name her and she ain't going to like it. Well, you <laughs> and know, I got her mug, we got to And I got her mugshot. <laughs> oh, we got to protect our community. Hey, we she's got 4,000 or 5,000 friends. I'm not okay with it. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, yeah, anytime you just let me know, I'll be back. All right, my darling. I will talk to you later. All right, take care. All right, bye-bye. Good night.